And that's why the Bible says that we present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, that we don't be conformed to this world. So what is the world always trying to do? Conform us. All that pressure all the time is the world trying to conform it, trying to conform it. Man, just go ahead and smoke a joint like you used to. Just go ahead and drink a drink. Just go ahead, get back with your old boyfriend, your old girlfriend. Whatever you used to do, it's always trying to conform us, and it does that through the pressures of life, through things that happen, um, through hormones. Anybody ever heard of hormones? And everybody think women are the only ones with hormones. I mean, I know men have hormones. And there's a hormone scarcity for men right now uh, called testosterone low T. Somebody say amen for various reasons. So hormones will make you feel a certain kind of way, sickness, things trying to attack your body, pressure you, things trying to come against your mind, depression, just a low mood, dark cloud. Somebody say amen. But how many of y'all know the word of God is the remedy? How many of y'all know the word of God is the remedy? Yeah? Yeah? So um, let's look at a couple of scriptures about that. Uh, we go to, let's go to, let's see. Let's go to Proverbs. I believe it's in Proverbs chapter 4. And y'all, I'm not going to, you know, try to, you know, win a preaching contest tonight. We're just going to keep going a little further. Some review, some new, so that we can redundantly hear the same word because faith comes by hearing and hearing, right? And so we can change what we're doing, change our actions so that we can get our money right. Everybody say, I got to get my money right. But if I listen to the word of God, if I follow the word of God, my money's going to get right. We don't believe that, but it's just true. And I said to you, believe it. But let's look at um, Proverbs 4 and 20. And Diamond, it's the same, some of the same notes from last week. We're we going to stay right there. But my son, pay attention to my words. Listen closely to my sayings. Don't lose sight of them. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those that find it, and they are health to all their flesh. Somebody say amen. Now, I've been getting a revelation of this. Just the fact that I know it doesn't mean that it's doing me any good. Today on Faith to Faith, it was talking about feeding on the word, Kenneth Copeland. And he was saying, you can close your eyes and imagine that you are, are chewing into a lemon, slice of lemon. And if you got a good imagination, you can almost feel the tartness. But it's doing you no good in your body. Somebody say amen. So the way that you feed on the word is right here. It says, pay attention to my words. Listen closely. So the first thing, you got gates on your body. What's the first gate it's talking about? No. Huh? What does it say? It said pay attention. It said listen closely. Where's that gate? 
That's your ear. That's how you get in to your soul. That's how you get in. That's how you build your spirit up. It's your ear. Somebody say amen. So your ear gate, right? So listening to the word. Listening to the word. Wake up and press play, right? Listen to the word. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? We, what are we watching and listening to on YouTube? A lot of times we don't listen to the word. We watching the breakfast club. We watching this or that. We watching him. Have, no, listen to the word. The Bible says. Somebody say amen. amen. So listen, pay, pay close attention to my sins. Uh, um, it says listen closely to my sins. Don't lose sight of them, right? Don't lose sight of them or keep them before your eyes. As it says in the uh, King James, keep them before your eyes. So what gate is that? That's your eye gate, right? So, so you got to look at it. You got to look at it. And I'm really, really discovering the fact that as I look at the word, post the word up, put it on, on index cards, bit your Bible out. There are scriptures I know in my heart, but I, my spirit and my soul can't feed on the word if I'm not looking at it. Amen? I know what... Uh, German chocolate cake that my mama fixed so well it tastes like. But y'all, if I don't, if I don't, I can imagine it, I can think about it. I already had that before. How many of y'all know every time I get a chance, I'm going to get a little bit more? Somebody say amen. That's how you feed on it. You feed on the word. You look at it. You hear it. You meditate on it. You speak it out your mouth. Right? So when I meditate on it, I'm speaking it. Somebody say amen. 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 So y'all, a lot of times... You hear the word, you hear me preach the word, you hear us saying the word. There are things that we say and that you don't say any other time. Can I give you a instance? I'll never be broke another day in my life. How many times do you say that though? See, we get at church, we get that that that, that listening to message spirit, you know that. Woo! Ooh, that's good. Ooh, that was good. Ah! All that stuff. We do all that stuff in the black experience. Young them then. Woo! In the Kojic experience, you know, you look like something stank. That don't do nothing, y'all. That's not gonna help you. <laughs> That's not going to help you. But when you wake up every day and say, all of my needs are supplied, because my God supplied all of my needs according to his riches and glory. There's no organ. There's no Pastor Randy. There's no drums. There's no cast. There's nobody. It's just you and your situation. And you speak that word out of your mouth. You get your word back out. You turn it over to Philippians 4.19 and says, but my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Shut up, devil. I don't care about the bill. I don't care what you're telling me. Somebody say amen. These are the things you got to do to over. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our. So how is faith activated? Mark 11, 23. Whosoever shall. What are you saying? So y'all, really, do you have time for anything else? If you're going through a crisis. If you're going through a crisis, 
You got to engage your eyes. That's going to feed you. Now, y'all, it makes no sense to our flesh. Do you know I know Mark 11, 23? I know it. But God said, don't let it leave your eyes. So I have to turn trifling people, people don't want to do it, people uh, you won't get your Bible out only time some of you guys take put your Bible out is when you come into church that's called a religious spirit that's not going to help you somebody say amen so if the instruction of the word of God is keeping it from your eyes then what do you need to do keep it in front of your eyes you can look it up on your phone Hello? You can put this wallpaper on your phone. Every time you look at your phone, you see it. Somebody say amen. You can put it on the mirror when you get up in the morning. Yes? Whatever you believe it for, right? But keep it before your eyes. Not only that, keep it in your ears and keep it coming out of your mouth. Right? For whosoever should say. And so... These are things that we have to do, y'all. Now, the devil, the pressure of the world, even in church, he will, if he can't get you to stop coming to church, he'll get you to become religious where you don't implement any of these things. And so a lot of times we're up here talking and preaching and teaching and sweating and spitting and hollering and running around and getting you pumped up and getting you shouting and stuff, and then you just go back and do the same stuff. But what does the word say about that? Anybody, anybody know? Yeah, let's go. That's in James. That's right. Let's go to James. See, we know, we know all the scriptures even. My son knows all the scriptures. You don't always do it. <laughs> Amen. So we know scriptures. We know how to get through the, a religious experience. Ah! Woo! Pastor! Beating the Bibles, all that stuff. But are we are we doing what the word of God says? Huh? Amen. Some of y'all saying amen still ain't doing it though. Are we doing what he said though? Yeah, what does that mean? That means we are? We, we doing it all the time. Every time. All the time. <laughs> I heard somebody be honest, right? Amen. No, we, no, no. I said they heard a resounding in the audience. No, no, we're not doing it all the time every time. Are we doing it all the time every time? Well, what y'all talking about some yes? That's a religious spirit, y'all. And that's what we got to come against, y'all. We cannot make progress, and we, we, we sitting up here acting and playing and chugging and driving, y'all. We got we to gotta be vulnerable. We got to be transparent. We got to admit, and then we got to be able to be corrected. Somebody say amen. Look at uh, verse 22 of James chapter 1. It says, but be ye what? Be ye what? Be ye what? Only two people reading it. James 1, 22. What does it say? But be ye. Everybody read it. But be ye. But be ye. But be ye. Of the word. Be ye doers. Do it. You got to do it. Yes. You got to do it. So as we talk about. Kingdomics and the money and all of that stuff that we've been talking about. We can sit here and talk about evangelism forever, couldn't we? Everybody look around. Are we doing it though? 
Ain't that like inviting people to church? Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Right? We can rah, 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 get everybody up for it for a Sunday or two. But y'all, are we doing it? We got to be doers of the word, not hearers only, because if we do that, what does the Bible say? What does it say? The D word. You're deceiving yourself. What are you deceiving yourself into? What's the deception? I'm good. Just like you just said. Are we doing the work? Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> and then once we get deceived into thinking we're doing it, then we get mad at God because, God, why are you not, why are you not coming through? Are we doing the work? Not all the time. Not consistently. Right? And that leads to deception. Self-delusion. Self-deception. And so then the devil can, John 10, 10, he can steal from us. He can steal from us because, and y'all, you, we can't even blame this on the devil right here, this part. This part. Devil, the devil is a lie. No, you're deceiving your own self. The devil not even, he ain't even doing this. So when we went to the pastor's conference uh, this January, Kenneth Copeland said, this is the year that we're putting the word of God first place. First place. The word of God. First place. And everything in your life will line up when you start putting the word of God first place. Somebody say amen. So last week, we talked about when money isn't needed. We're going to push on that thought just a little bit more tonight. Not going to keep you long, but we're going to push on that thought a little more tonight. Because in this earth curse system that we've been born into, we have this idea that all I need is more money. If I could just get my hands on more money, if I could get a job that paid $5 more an hour than I'm making now, woo-wee, if I could get, you know, whatever, whatever it is. If my rich relative died and left me some money, hello? And it's all about the money. Uh, y'all remember Powerball? They still do that? They still doing the Powerball? Where the Powerball at now? Now, I know some people, they know every, they, every month where the Powerball at. How much on the Powerball? Huh? Anybody know? Huh? You can look, act like you're looking it up. You already know it. You can act like you're looking it up. <laughs> act like you're looking it up. Anybody know? $800 million on the Powerball? Right now? That's what somebody just said. $800 million on the Powerball. So if I could just get enough, what? Money. Everything would be all right. And sometimes it's not the money that you need. There are other things. that, And we've talked talked about it um, several times. In Genesis 127, we can go there tonight 
It says, so God created man in his own image. And in the image and likeness of God, he created him. Male and female, he created he them. And God blessed them and said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, using all of its vast resources in the service of God and man, have dominion over, 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 over. That word fruitful means to increase. So, we use these terms in our churches. Uh, you can write this down. Increase, abundance, and overflow. This is what God wants us to have. It's what he did in the Garden of Eden. Increase, abundance, and overflow. Now, once again, we live in this world system, and many of us think like the world. We've been conditioned to think like the world, many of us. And so the people that's supposed to have increased abundance and overflow aren't the people of God. It's some dude that's 6'9", and they can shoot a ball through a hoop. Or somebody that can throw a pigskin on the dime and somebody catch it. And they play professional sports. Or some kind of entertainer. Increase abundance and overflow. And on last night, me and my wife, we were just looking, something came up on YouTube, and we were looking at Tyler Perry's house. So he got a new house in Georgia. That thing is huge. Got an airport, landing strip, all of that. And I was looking for his old house. I said, no, that's not the new. So he got a new house, which is crazy. You got to drive 10 miles to get down there. So we looked at the old house. It was crazy. Started looking at the top 10 houses in the world. That was crazy. Who has these houses? Who owns these houses? Not the believers. Not Christians, generally speaking. Amen. I don't know how you feel like it, but I don't know. His brother put on a dress and, and made people laugh. And, and this brother got houses everywhere. So he had a house in Atlanta. He had a house in Los Angeles. Had a house somewhere. All the houses laid out. Increase abundance and overflow. Increase abundance and overflow. And we feel like that those people deserve. Why, why do they deserve? Why do they deserve this? Why, why do they deserve it? You don't. Well, because, you know, they're entertainers. They've worked hard. But don't you work hard? How many of y'all work hard? Man, I hear people say, well, they deserve it. They work hard. Well, shucks, I work hard. Somebody say amen. What, what are we talking about here? Hello? But we have this idea, and that's why we watch entertainment so much. Nobody's surprised if Denzel Washington has a tennis court on his property. Huh? Are you upset because of this? Are you mad because of this? No. We expect it. We've been conditioned. But the Bible says, don't be conformed to this world, right? But the world has conformed us into thinking that not the people of God, 
but the people that work for the industry, the people that work, work for the NBA, the people that work for the NFL, these are the people, the people that sing, the people that are on stage, the people that sell records, people that make music videos, all that stuff. They're the ones who are supposed to have the money, the increase, the abundance, and overflow. And we see at the very beginning God's original design is he told men, he said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and, and have dominion over. Be fruitful, increase, grow, bring forth fruit, multiply is another word that he said. Multiply means to excel. And as you continue to go in the same Hebrew, it says to make money, <laughs> to have plenty, to be rich. People get mad at this. But the Bible is very clear on it, that this is what God wants. So what has happened is, because we have not renewed our mind, because we not, have not done what the word said, because we haven't kept it before our eyes, kept, because we haven't kept it in our ears, because we haven't kept it in our ears, you have to. And I'm telling you, you have to do this. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they get surprised. Oh, really? I said, yeah, I just listened to a message on Mark 11, 23, last night. Oh, you know, yeah, what, what else I got to do? Somebody say amen. Yeah, you, 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 have to, you have to keep it before you because everything in the world says, no, that's not for you, that's for Justin Bieber. <laughs> that's not for you, that's for Michael Jordan. That's not for you, that's for Steph Curry. That's for Tom Brady. That's for Oprah. Why? What does she do? She just talks. And so you got to renew your mind with the word of God. How do I do this, y'all? Number one, I keep it before my... I, 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 I tend to it with my ears, yeah? And I keep speaking it out of my... I'm going to tell you. If you got discipline on one thing I said tonight, if you just said every day you woke up, I'll never be broke again another day in my life. If you did that every day for a year, I'm telling you, you'd have more money in a year than you can shake a stick at. That's surprising I just said that to you. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, that's, ooh, ah, mm, all that stuff. But not many people going to do it. As a man thinketh in his heart, you know all the scriptures. Life and death is in the power of the whosoever shall he shall have whatsoever he if you say every day for the rest of the year I'll never be broke another day in my life. If you just started doing that what is it going to do? It's going to recondition you. It's going to recondition you. Somebody say Amen. It's going to recondition you. You know, when people, I, um, you remember when the, um, when the gas was, gas was sky high. How high did the gas get? Anybody remember? Huh? Speak up. How much? How much? Four dollars? 
Four dollars? Four. Okay. That's that's the 87. <laughs> On my cars, except my truck takes 93. So how high was that? It was almost six dollars. We almost got the six dollars. And you know, everybody wants to complain, and you know, that's the world. And and and, and people and people at the job, man, we ain't gonna be able to afford to come to work. I never said that. I never said that. You know what I said? Yeah, thank God. My God supplies all of my needs. Come on, somebody. My God supplies all of my needs. You got to go counter this culture. And you got to say it. And I don't give a flip what they think. Or they look at me weird. Guess what? While they're on the side of the road and they ran out of gas, I'm zooming by. And if I recognize them, I'm going to turn back around here and get some gas. Because I'm a Christian. Somebody say amen. amen. You got to talk differently. Somebody say amen. You remember what we talked about this Sunday? And y'all, I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not pressing. I'm not going hard in pain. I don't care if y'all think I did good or not tonight. Because see, stuff we already talked about, you're not doing it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So ain't no sense of no whole bunch of new revelation. Why don't you <laughs> put an action in the revelation you already got? And people say kind of stuff like, you know, I could never afford. I never say that. Do you say that? Some of you, I, I, I hear some of you say that. I, I, can't, I can't afford. I can't afford. I can't afford. I never say that. Do you ever say that? I, I can't afford that. We can't afford that. We, we, we don't have enough money for that. Do you say that? Mm -hmm, yeah, you're lying. Some of y'all do. Some of y'all do. Well, I don't have no money. Uh -uh, uh -uh. No, train your mouth to go counterculture. Somebody say amen. amen. To, to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I was watching news one night. We, Fox News, something, Tom Carson was on there or something. And he said, you, you're going to be poorer this year than you was last year. I said, no, I'm not. I spoke to the TV. I said, no, I'm not. In Jesus' name. Because the blessing of the Lord, it makes an answer no. How many times you saying that? And everybody in here got money problems, and you do not say money scriptures. You don't say them. Some of y'all, you ain't said them in two months. As we've been talking about this. You got to conform your mouth. You got to conform your ears. You got to keep it in front of you. And y'all, how do you get it in your mouth? You get it in your heart. How do you get it in your heart? You hear it and you say it. Hello? How did hip-hop get their lyrics in the hearts? Oh, boy. That, boy. Dudes be, I mean, dudes be doing whatever. They be doing math. They be getting working out. They saying it. But when they say it, it's getting in their heart. Somebody say amen. So, y'all, here's what we got to do. We got to start transforming our thinking. We are supposed to have increase and overflow. We're supposed to have it. It belongs to the church. Come on, somebody. I thank God that we've got some increase and overflow. Somebody say amen. We ain't stuck in a, in a, in a clubhouse anymore. We're not stuck in the storefront anymore. I thought two people would get happy about that. 
Amen. Because, y'all, we tapped in a little bit into the resources that God has for us. Now, why should Tyler Perry, cross-dressing, transvestite dude, get, have full five houses? Come on, somebody. And the people of God can't even get one house. Do you know why? Do you know why this happened? Let's go back to Luke. I'm all over the place, Diamond. Just keep up with me. <laughs> Let's go to Luke chapter 4, verse 5 through 7. You remember when the devil... It's so funny, these, these uh, celebrities are coming out and talking about Hollywood and, and all this stuff. And some of them are so late, so talking about other people, so late, so. But y'all, the devil runs the industry. Listen to what he says. And the devil took Jesus up to a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms, all the industry. Kingdoms, industry, same word. All the industries of the world, the music industry, the entertainment industry, Hollywood, the books, the food, food network. Food network got some devil people on it. The devil can put you anywhere he wants to if you compromise and sell your soul to him. He says, listen, he showed them all the kingdoms of the world at the time and all the glory of them, which is all the money and the riches, and the devil said to Jesus, all this power I will give you and the glory of them, the money, for it has been delivered unto me. I can give it whomever I want to. So we know that it belonged to Adam first. Adam obeyed Satan, was deceived, and gave it over to the devil. So now the devil has it um, in the fourth chapter of Luke. Now, he don't have it like he had it. Somebody say amen. amen. Do you understand? Because what Jesus did on the cross was he died. He went to hell. The Bible says he made an open show of the devil. He took back all the authority and he gave man the power and the potential to get back to the Garden of Eden again by putting the blessing. Come on, somebody. And so the devil can touch the Christians whose mind haven't been renewed and they're thinking like the world. But if he ever finds a Christian that whose mind has been renewed with the word of God, who does things the way God says, who has uh, tapped into the, to the sowing and reaping principle, somebody say amen, who has tapped into faith, somebody say amen, who have learned to use God as their source, then he can't do nothing with them. And he hates that he can't do nothing because when God says, you get a new building, KCOH, we get one. Somebody say amen. And you don't have to have 300 people. You don't have to have 1,000 people. God said, if you use my principles, do you understand what I'm saying? So this is true. The devil does have power to give people wealth and riches. I've seen him do it. I've lived, I'm 52 years old. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of people make a deal with the devil and stuff. People who were, you know, they weren't nobody. I mean, Cardi B was in the third grade with somebody at one point. 
drink chocolate milk like everybody else. Come on, somebody. But she got elevated for a reason. Somebody say amen. amen. Katy Perry says I sold my soul. She, she got elevated. She's on American Idol, all that. She got elevated for a reason. And it wasn't because she was serving God. Somebody say amen. amen. So we dealt with that. So how many of y'all still got your little worksheet? All right. I don't know, Diamond, if y'all have the kingdomics um, image. So we got into this thing that we call kingdomics, which is kingdom economics. Kingdom economics. And Diamond, I'm going to need the, the front of it and the back, the part that calls, talks about disciple and righteousness. And if you need one of these, raise your hand and somebody will give you one. Amen. All right. Praise God. Let's, let's, get, let's get some people. Son. But the first thing you got to do in the kingdom is first be born again, be born into the kingdom. All right? So now I'm being born into the kingdom. I'm saved, what we call saved. I'm born again. And being born again means that I've accepted Jesus Christ. But not only that, but that there has been a noticeable turn and change in my life. Somebody say amen. amen. I've been made a new creature. If you've never experienced that, you're not born again. I don't care how many times you've been baptized, how many times you done said a prayer or whatever. You have to be born again. Jesus said, marvel not, I say unto you, you must be born again. All right. So being born again makes you eligible for all of the privileges of prosperity and economic empowerment in the kingdom of God. Now, I was saved a long time. Didn't know nothing about money. I was a young man when I got saved, a, a boy. And so I didn't know anything about it. But remember we talked about it Sunday. There are churches, and I grew up in them, where people talked about, you know, he's a lawyer that never lost a case. He's a doctor that never lost a patient. People kept dying of sickness. Um, He'll work it out. You know, he'll, he'll provide all of this stuff. Jehovah Jireh, all that stuff. People sing about it, shout about it, but still be on food stamps, still be on Section 8, still be on housing. And, y'all, I'm not condemning anybody for that. Me and my wife went through that. And if you are at that stage, you need that, you continue to confess the word. Come on, somebody. And God's going to elevate you up from that, okay? I want you to hear what I'm saying and not hear what I'm not saying. But what I'm saying is I saw a system that was working with the world. The church was not teaching that people could have financial prosperity. The church was not teaching that members were supposed to be rich. The church was not preaching that you're supposed to have increased abundance and overflow. The church didn't teach that. And so people didn't have the faith for that. So people weren't looking at those scriptures. And people weren't hearing those messages. So faith wasn't coming for it. And if faith doesn't come for it, I can't believe for it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? But after you get born again, you get discipled in righteousness. And that's Matthew 6.33. But seek ye first the what? Kingdom of God and his righteousness. All right. Now, when we got into this, 
So either you're doing it or you're not, right? We just read James 1.22. James 1.22. Either you're doing it or you're not, right? Be you doers of the word and not hearers only. All right? So y'all remember we flipped it over on the back and we expanded step two, which is being discipled in righteousness. Number one, what's the right thing to do with your money according to the kingdom of God? All right, when you get paid, give a tenth to the Lord. I thought I'd get more amens in. A tenth belongs to God. I trust God, but I don't pay a tenth. No, you don't trust God. And do it consistently. How many of y'all tithe consistently? Let me see here. I don't skip. I don't miss. Uh-huh. Some of y'all don't. So then when you got money problems, let's start right there. Seek ye first. What's the right thing to do? When I get $100, give God $10. The Bible teaches that, yes? Over in Malachi chapter 3. We don't have time to go there, right? Okay. Malachi 3 name, will a man rob God? Yet you rob me. What you say? In tithes, but, but everybody wants to stop there. Tithes and what? Offerings. Has God told you to give something? God put something on your heart? All right. You've had an opportunity to give and didn't give? Right. So tithes and offering. Okay. So you can check that. Some of y'all can check that. Okay. Number two. So let's, let's get into this, see where the money problem is. All right, Did you, are you paying your debts? Uh-oh. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Lester from 2015. Did you pay him back? Huh? Huh? Did you, did you pay Grandma back? She seen us. She done forgot. But God didn't forget. See, this is what I'm talking about. Right? Because the Bible says, Psalms 37, 21, the wicked borrow and do what? They do not pay back. They say, I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. A five-back time running for my life. Ah, right? I'm all of that. But the Bible says you're wicked when you borrow and don't repay. Ooh, amens is getting scarce. Have you paid all your personal debts? Yes or no? It's quiet in the building. The Bible calls you wicked. Why y'all looking at me in that tone of voice? The Bible calls you wicked. You don't believe you're wicked. Because, see, you think you can hear the word and not do it and deceive your own self. But God says you're wicked when you borrow and you don't repay. And someone's born and have no intention. We know it when we, when we say, we just counting somebody out some money. I'm going to get back to you on payday. You know, and as soon as you get that check on payday, here you go buying new sneakers. Here you go going to Popeye's, buying a family pack for everybody in the house. No, 
What about my $50 you owe me? Somebody say amen. See, this is where it gets to. That's what I talked about. Y'all, we got to do the work. And this is where our money is not working. I'm not asking nobody how I did today. I don't care. This is why your money not working. This is why your money not working. This is why increase and overflow don't come to us. Now, you can go out there, and y'all, they say, Michael Jordan, all them do, they be betting on pay their debts, all that. They didn't get their money in the kingdom, though. Somebody say amen. amen. But if you're going to get your money in the kingdom, y'all, we got to do right. Seek ye first the kingdom. What? Is my mic on? Hey, hey, is my mic on? Because I, I don't know, ain't nobody saying nothing to me. Y'all, seek ye first the kingdom, and here's what? Righteousness means doing what? And so we don't do right with our money, but we want God to do us right with the money. See? Yeah. I was watching, it was a white church too. That's, that's one of those churches. Come on. It was like, it was Raymond. They said, it was this week, and it was a white lady in there. Come on. Come on. Come on. All that stuff we say, but we don't do. We say, but we don't do. <laughs> Keep saying it, though, but I'm just saying. I was like, they said it in my church. Said, Some people say in church. Go ahead now. Go ahead now. And then some people sing amen. Amen. It don't mean you're doing nothing. Are you paying your debts? Are you, did you just lie in here? Have you paid all your personal debts? It's quiet in the building. Now, the prophecy of you being a millionaire, the prophecy of you being rich, is still good. But y'all, you got to pay your debts. Have we talked about this? And some of you got a testimony, Pastor, when I started paying my debts, this happened, this happened, this happened. And then some of you stopped because I got, I got some golden eggs. No, keep the golden goose happy. Somebody say amen. And here, keep producing the golden eggs. That's all we do. We, we do something right for God, and we get out of jam. And then we stop. How many of y'all have been on the weight loss journey and lost 20 pounds and lost your mind? Lost 20 pounds and lost your mind. Hey, the whole guy on ice cream. I, I need to reward myself. But dang, what happened? <laughs> you just stopped everything, all your progress. Somebody say amen. So if you do something in the kingdom, something that we taught you and it worked, I sold a thousand dollars and then God did all this stuff and then we can't get you to sell another thousand. What's that about? You got to keep sowing. I can't hear nobody. Check or uncheck, right? Check or uncheck. Pay your debts. Check or uncheck. Woo, here we go. Here we go. See. Let me see, 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 let me see. 
Stop. All illegal activities. Let me hear. Come on. Here we go. Do you drive with your tags out? Do you? Okay, I'm gonna ask that again. Do you drive with your tags out? I didn't hear no come on right now. <laughs> Do you let your insurance lapse? Oh boy. Do you let your insurance lapse? Do you have a business and get income? But don't report it to the IRS and tell people, Christian, tell people to pay you cash so the IRS can't trace it. Oh, my God. Christians. And the reason why people don't go to the next level, because they doing stuff illegal. Hello. When all the new plasma screens come out, Leroy always got you. I got you. Man, just, just give me $100. For what? 80-inch 3D screen TV. 80-inch for $100? Christians don't do this, do they? Christians, oh, my God. Christians don't get food stamps. way over what they need, and then take money from people. Come on, somebody. So if you give me $100, I'll give you $200 worth of food stamps. Christians don't do that kind of stuff, do they? Christians don't take other people who don't live in their house and put their name and social security on the tax return. So they, Christians don't do that, do they? Yo, that's illegal. Oh, it's quiet in the building. That's illegal. You got to stop all illegal activity. Somebody say amen. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. What about cutting corners? You ever cut corners? Let, let me help you out. <laughs> you have an accident. <clears throat> and you put in an insurance claim. Now you can take your car to Mako's, some of the upstanding places, Firestone, something like that. But you, you take it to your Uncle Leroy who got enough papers to be legitimate, and he tell you, look, make the claim for 3500 and just pay me 1000 People don't do that, do they? That's elite. Y'all know that's insurance fraud? Oh, it's quiet in the building. And Christians, because they want to get money, they want to get over, they want to, they want to have a little more. They, we do kind of stuff like that. And we look away. 
We falsify forms. <laughs> we put check stubs on there for jobs that we don't even work no more. Hello? We make our resume fat? Stuff we didn't do? Hello? That's called cutting corners. Proverbs 13, 11. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle. You won't keep it. Do you know how I know about all this, 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 this stuff? I done did it before. I did it before. And I, I never had money. Somebody say amen. amen. But when God, when I started doing the right thing with money and stopped doing illegal stuff and stopped cutting corners, then God started blessing. Because here's the thing you need more than money. Anybody know? Start with a B. The blessing. Remember, God told Abraham, if you leave, go to a place I'll show you, I will bless you and I will make you a... I will make you a, I will make you a, right. So the thing to crave is not money, it's the blessing. You can have all the money on the world, but if you're cursed and if you don't have no blessing on you, you'll be like putting money in bags with holes in it, in pockets with holes in it. You'll, you'll be accumulating money, but it's never enough. Somebody say amen. That's why Biggie said more money, more problems. And the reason he said more money, more problems, because he had the money, but he didn't have the blessing. Somebody say amen. Because he wasn't working with the kingdom. Because Proverbs 10.22 says the blessing of the Lord will make you rich and add no. See, you need the blessing. And I can't get the blessing doing illegal stuff. And there's some people that sit there and go, uh-huh, they still drive their tags out. They can't connect the dots. They do not connect the dots. Favor don't work for you. All kind of stuff that you can have. If you stop doing shysty, illegal Stop. You start paying back your debts. You start doing the things you're supposed to do. Somebody say amen. amen. And if you can't afford insurance, see? And if you don't have your driver's license, and if you can't get your car inspected, what would an upstanding Christian do? It's quiet. What would an upstanding Christian do? Not drive. I gotta drive, but get your stuff right. <laughs> Y'all, we got there. And when we got there, God started blessing us. But so, so many of us, we lean on everybody else. We lean on the blessings of other people. We lean on, you know, you're going to get a certain amount of blessings just because you're a part of KCOH, all that stuff. But I'm telling you, if you want to unplug, how many of y'all ever had a stop toilet, you know? Anybody ever had a stop up toilet? Huh? How many of y'all ever been to somebody's house and you was the one stopped up the toilet? Oh, God. That is some embarrassing stuff, man. And then your uncle uh, Irvin got to come in there and see all your stuff. And, That's all right, child. It's okay. Like, oh, Lord. 
You ever want to unplug? And old people think, oh, that's all right, baby. That's all right. <laughs> old people act like there's nothing stank, with nothing nasty. I'm talking about old school old people. I mean, I know some old school old people. That's all right, baby. It's okay. <laughs> but many of us have a clogged line with our finances, and it's because we can't check off this check sheet right here. And y'all, we've been going over it. Have we been going over it? It's getting quiet now. Ain't nobody beating their Bible. What about the shystiness, though? What about the shystiness, though? Y'all know what shysty is? Look, look at this dude right here. That's shysty right there. Do you know people like this? Are you people like this? Y'all, we got to get out of this. Now, black African-Americans, I want to talk to us for a second. Okay. I, I, I'm running into a lot of people with businesses and stuff. Me and my wife was talking about this today. Y'all, the thing, and y'all, we, oh, Gina, just agree with me if, if you can agree. Do we meet the most talented people in the world? Talented people. Talented people who got a gift, they got a business, but they just, they can't, they can't get to the next level because of the shystiness. You try to play somebody, uh, no, nah, you can't, can't write me no check because uh, something going on with my account, uh, somebody hacked my account, this and that. Now, bro, ain't nobody hacked no Chase account. Come on, somebody. But then I got caught up in some stuff. And you know it's a problem when you can't sell somebody. Can't cash out them? Somebody, nah, something happened with my cash out. I just. Like, bro, how can we, how can we get you money? What, what can we do? Do you see what I'm saying? And it all because, because. People are shysty. All right. Y'all don't want to hear no more of that. All right. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So in the kingdom, this is what I want you to know. Ha. Huh. This review. I'm almost, ah, I'm out of time. So let me, let me read some more of this. In the kingdom, is this this mic? Am I speaking to, okay. In the kingdom, all needs are met. So if all your needs are not being met, I would turn on the back of this and, and check this. Am I tithing regularly, giving sowing seeds? Am I paying out back my debts? And y'all, you don't have to have paid back all your debts for that blessing to start flowing. If you start paying, God will honor you. Somebody say amen. amen. But stay consistent. Don't get, don't get, don't get a little relief because you started paying debts and then stop. Right? You stay, you stay to the end. Stop all illegal activities, whatever they may be. Whatever the illegal activities may be. And number, number, number four, stop cutting corners. And then we just closed it off with, just don't be shysty, right? Now, if, if, if you, as a Christian, can come out as now, this is a part of our culture, black people. Hip-hop culture, all of this. Like, all this on the back, this is a part of it. We celebrate that stuff. 
They make fun of it in all the movies and stuff. That we're doing illegal activity, we're doing this and that, we're doing all, and we're involved with people. And here's the other thing. If we're not doing it, we're benefiting from somebody who does it. And you got to say, hey, girl, where you get this purse from? No, I just, you know, I just wanted to give you a nice Christmas present. But girl, you work at, you, you work at checkout. I know you're making $5 an hour. You can't afford six doonies to everybody. Where did you get it from? You got to start asking questions. And then you can't, ben so, y'all understand what I'm saying? So I can't benefit from somebody that's doing illegal activity. Now, but the law of the kingdom is that all needs are met. Philippians 4.19. For my God shall supply all of my needs. Psalms 23 and 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I do not, I do not lack anything. That's God's will, right? Remember, 1 John, I mean, John 10.10. 10. For the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that you may have. 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 Jesus wants you to have something. The devil is the one that's taken away. How's he doing it? He's causing us to deceive ourselves. He's causing us to get caught up in unrighteousness. So basically what we're doing is we're short-circuiting the blessing. Remember, you got to fight for the blessing. I got to do things that's going to keep me blessed. If I'm doing illegal stuff, on the, if, I'm, if I'm always on the wrong side of the law, that's under the curse. And I, it's, it's, I am blessed, but it's short-circuiting that blessing. It's off-putting that blessing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why ain't nobody saying amen tonight? I, so God's will is that I have something. All right? I came that you may have and have it more abundantly. I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I want you to have something. Now, y'all, I'm telling you, check these four things off, and you're going to see things start happening. It's going to be almost, I hate to use that word, uh, but it's going to be almost like magic. It's going to be like, man, money's coming in, all kind of stuff. Right? But I got to be consistent. I got to be consistent with my tithes and offerings. I got to be consistent, right? Because a lot of people are consistent playing the lotto. A lot of people are consistent going down to Cachada, going to Lake Charles, going down to Louisiana. Come on, to gamble because that's the system they're trusting in. Yeah? All right, but here's the thing. God has a kingdom. And the kingdom has laws, and the first thing is he wants all needs met. Number two, the way to activate the kingdom is through faith. Faith is the currency of the kingdom. I, 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 I activate uh, finances through giving in faith, giving with expectancy. I make my money a point of contact. I make it a seed. Because if I'm trusting God to be my source and I'm not trusting in money, then I can give money. I can give money back to God. It's a test. Every time he gives you 100%, will they give me 10% back? And people often say, if I had a million dollars, I'd give God, i get, what would you give him? Would you give him 100,000? That's a lot. What? Who gave you the million? 
You give, a, you give a child a bag of chips and ask you to give 10 chips back. That's a lot. How did you get the bag? Do you see what I'm saying? And that's, that's that world system. So <clears throat> I activate it through my faith. I make my giving a seed. Number three, to multiply and increase, you must move your money from the earth curse system to the kingdom jurisdiction. And number four, tithing is the kingdom system of blessing the 90% by moving the first 10%. All right? So there are times when we talked about you're going to have favor. You're going to need favor more than you need money. One of the things that happens so often is because of this world system, we, we have learned to crave money instead of yearn for the blessing. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and, and we're almost done, but I want you to remember that Jacob wrestled with an angel all night. You remember that? What did he say? I won't let go till you give me a million dollars. Till you bless me. He wanted the blessing. Him and his mom tricked Isaac, his dad, Esau sold his birthright, his blessing. <clears throat> he wasn't trying to get money from Isaac. He wanted the what? The blessing. So if you get the blessing on you, listen to me. Money is coming like a magnet. That's why we don't sing money, 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 money. I got money in the city. We don't sing that. I got money in the field. What do we say? We say bless. Because the blessing is going to bring the money. You ought to crave the blessing more than the money. So if I stay right with God, if I'm doing the things of righteousness, I'm seeking first. His, right, his kingdom and his righteousness, he's going to add things to me. The blessing is going to come upon me and overtake me according to Deuteronomy 28, 1 through. But if you ask the average Christian, I got the blessing in this hand and I got 100,000 over here, which one you want? And most people want the 100,000 because they think money is the solution. But y'all, how many examples do you need? Let's count them. Nipsey Hussle, did he have the money? But he didn't have the blessing. Whitney Houston, she died. Her son died. Her daughter died, a drug overdose. Within two, three years. She, did she have the money? I can't hear nobody. But did she have a blessing? So we settle for the money because we're not willing to do what it takes to get the blessing. We'll settle for money because we don't want to come out of shystiness. We don't want to come out of illegal stuff. We don't want to come out of this, that, and the third. We don't want to pay people back. We 
we settle for money because we're not willing to conform our life to the word of God and get the blessing. But honey, child, baby, let me tell you, if you ever get the blessing on you, you will never have to worry about money another day in your life. You won't be broke another day in your life because there's all kinds of streams coming. You got favor, come on. You got abundance, you got overflow, you got God preserving what you got, you got money being multiplied, you got people, you got strategies, you got products, you got a business. Come on somebody, there's a multiple stream. People are giving you a press down, shaking together and running over. There are a lot of ways that you get into abundance. And me and my wife experienced all of them. Favor. Just getting stuff you didn't have to pay for. Stuff you didn't have to pay for. Yo, we got our dream house, $40,000 down, uh, uh, closing costs, you need this, this, and that. You need to pay for this, to pay for that, all that stuff. I sold a $1,000 CD to a man of God. And I say, will you agree with me on this house? We got denied the house when we was doing it the world's way. Y'all ever see Pursuit of Happiness when that dude just kept running? Man, they was running me all over town. Get this piece of paper, get this piece. You remember that, thing? I was going here and there, had to go to HR, had to go over here, had to go over there, had to go get this from the IRS, had to go get my Social Security card, had to go get my birth certificate, had to go do this, this, all this stuff. I was just running, running, running. You better get it by 5 o'clock. You better get it by 3 o'clock. You better get it up. All that earth curse, carnal stuff. And still, my sister, they, 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 they kept me on the hook, kept putting a uh, closing day off only to say, 10 times only to say, we're not going to give you the loan. See, that's how the world do you. They'll run you make you look like a fool. But I took the principles of God. I sold a $1,000 seed for God to bless the whole situation. Because see, it wasn't blessed. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's what I wanted, but it wasn't blessed. Come on, somebody. But see, I got with the blessing. Somebody say amen. amen. I got with somebody. So this is why you do it. It's so simple. I got with somebody with the blessing already on them. Come on. With the blessing and increase already on them. Come on. With the anointing and multiplication already on. And I sold a thousand into him. He took my thousand and he prayed with me. He said, I, God, we believe for that house. That house is coming into his hands. Y'all in 28 days with no money down. That house came into my hand. Not only that, he'll make you rich and add no sorrow. Right? I, not only that, they wrote me a check out, $10,000 in closing. Not only that, the house was fully furnished with new furniture and we didn't pay for it. We talking about the times when money's not needed because money's not our God. God is ours. God's our source. So the blessing was more valuable than all that money. Because we had the 40000 We just didn't have the approval. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So many times. So many times. And y'all, 
the way God's going to make you rich, he's going to bring wealth to you, it's going to start coming. So this is what I want you to do. Remember, step number four. Remember on here is receive favor. If you've been doing this life with no favor, and I'm going to pray for people tonight. I mean, it just don't work out. It just don't work out for you. It just don't work out. $40,000 and we still couldn't get the house? We didn't have favor. The blessing wasn't on it. And I want to challenge you too. Don't do anything if you don't sense the blessing on it. Look for the blessing on it. You can have the money to do something, but if the blessing ain't on it, it ain't going to turn out good anyway. The blessing is the power of God to move people. And one, one way you start knowing stuff is you start getting stuff, not illegally, but you start getting stuff that didn't cost you anything but was very valuable and expensive. I look for that in my life because that lets me know I still got the blessing on me. If you got to pay for everything, if nobody ever comes up to say, the Lord told me to give you $2,000, if you haven't experienced that, you're still at level three. You got to get to level four. How do I get to level four? Turn the page over. See, we know, and many people not willing to get into the blessing of you, you got to do this stuff right here. You got to do this stuff. You got to do it. And then you come into that, that place of favor. Y'all, I can't tell you how many times we didn't need money. We first got married. Me and my wife first got married. Uh, Caucasian guy, which was very odd back then in the 90s. He was a youth pastor at an all-white church, Presbyterian church at that. I'm a big black Baptist preacher. He know a whole bunch of white people. He said, I couldn't think of nobody else. I'm getting ready to leave this position. Couldn't think of nobody else I want to be the youth pastor's church. I said, what? So then I got that position. We was the only black people in the church. Only chocolate chips. Come on. I'm chocolate chips. She's caramel. It was, a, it was a great experience. But through that, we got another church in Carrollton, First United Methodist, and y'all, they moved us right into a house. This is our second year of marriage. Second year of marriage, we living in a house that we pay no rent for. We don't pay light bill. We don't pay water bill. It's not some government assistance program. It's the church saying, we like y'all. They had 3,000 members or something. We like y'all, and we're going to make y'all the youth pastors, and we're going to put y'all in this house. <laughs> free. free. Y'all had the blessing on us. 
Come on, somebody. And people would come down, you know, the black people, because it was another white church. I remember when, when our friends came down, and I had the keys to the whole school, everything. It was a K-12 school. It was sitting on about uh, 40, 50 acres. And I'm the black dude walking around. <laughs> and we were doing these car washes at different locations because we had about three, 400 youth. So we were going to different locations. And I was the one that, you know, had the money. I had the bucket. I was going around. And, 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 and when our friends say, Randy, what in the world? You big black dude, you only black dude here. They letting you carry the money. You got keys to all the bills. Come on, somebody. They let you live in the house for free. And all these black people talking about racism keeping you down. Racism don't keep you down when you got favor. Racism ain't never kept me back. And I'm the blackest dude in here, I believe. It ain't never stopped me because I got the blessing and favor on me. Y'all, you need favor. Stop the scratching off. What, what, where you going, what, you going, what you going to Kashada for? Because you, you want money. You need the blessing on you. What does it say if you're tired? What does it say? I'll open up a window and pour you out money. What do you say? I'll open up the window and what? You need the blessing, y'all. When God blessed Abraham, he became very rich. You know why Lot became rich? Because he was connected to the blessing through Abraham. You need the blessing. But y'all, I'm going to tell you. I might call Jonathan up here, teach you how to, you know, lose 30 pounds in 20 days, something like that. That's not me. Okay? That's, that's not me. All right? I can call Brother Pat up here, teach you some ballistics, how to, you know, <laughs> how to start a security team, something like that. That's not me. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? But if you want the blessing, though, Yo, that's me. If you want favor, that's me. It's on me. True? It's on me. And y'all, it's not about chasing the bag, chasing money. As a matter of fact, when you stop chasing money, what's that song you sing, Nally? I'm chasing after you. Yeah, chase after God. Stop chasing the bag. Seek ye first the kingdom and his right way of doing it. Start chasing him and it's going to be added to you. When God was teaching me and my wife this, he did it so tremendously. And in one year, we were given two cars, one house, no money. Both the cars were Mercedes, older models, but they were given to us. Woman chased me down to give me $2,700. Never saw that woman again. Never saw her again. We were in Fort Worth, me and my family. My family remembers this. White lady walked up, 
wrote me a check for two, three hundred dollars. God told me to get this to you. He just started, he just started pouring. We be in places, people just give us money, put money in our hands, put money in my wife's hands. And it wasn't about the money, it was because of the blessing and the favor. But we didn't get the blessing and the favor till we started doing right with the finances and trusting God instead of trusting money. Why don't people pay their tithes? Why? Because they want to use that money. They trust in the money. So we settle for the money and we forfeit the blessing. But you need the what? You need it, y'all. And he'll bless, he'll bless everything you put your hands on when you get that blessing. I want to stress that the women that gave me that money, they were not connected to my church. They never sat and listened to me preach. Oh, you, they did it because you're a preacher. They, they didn't, I wasn't a preacher. And a couple of them didn't even know I was a preacher. We've had strangers give us money. How do you explain it? Why does it happen to me but it don't happen to you? I tapped into something, y'all. It's called the blessing. Acts 10.34. Peter said, I perceive that God is no respected person. What he does for one, he'll do for you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Tonight.